0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to our third episode of our podcast, Cookies with Aliens. I am your host for today, Philippa, and this is my co host, Astrid. Hey. <laughs> today, we are here to talk about another exciting topic that is going to be first <laughs> because we already had a sneak peek again. Oh, no. <laughs> going to be a dream that i had (laughs) just oh yes
1: please tell it again i told her all the time and she refused it and now
0: yes thank you (laughs) so i just woke up some hours ago and my how do you call that the 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 ring the 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 watch started to ring my my cell phone Mm -hmm. your handy my handy (laughs) Started to ring. This is a German joke, so you can know. <laughs> you I think
1: all German people who learned English know that.
0: <laughs> but the rest probably, I don't know. Let's see. <laughs> it's an inside joke. <laughs> but so my handy started to, to uh, ring. And as usual, I just very sleepily turn it off. And I woke up and I went with my day and I got to my living room and looked out the window and I saw that the, the sky was like very dark still with the night or the lights from the night or from the street, very orangey. And I was looking to the sky and thinking maybe this is still 5 a.m. So I don't know how this happened. And suddenly a really big shadow started to appear, but it was really, really big. And I thought, this really looked like a spaceship, <laughs> but it was, if it was a spaceship, it was really one of those really big mother spaceships, very, very big. Wow. And- I envy you so much. This is so amazing. <laughs> yeah. And so I was like starting to get that, you know, it's time I dream about, uh, well, I'm not dreaming. I saw <laughs> that UFO. <laughs> I'm giving you some spoilers here, uh, but uh, each time I feel that, I just get that feeling like a little uh, anxiousness, anxiety, and so I was like, I I give a little step back, and my 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 window. I I closed my window, and then I was like uh, maybe this is a dream. And then I woke up. (laughs) And so, yes, I woke up. I went to my living room again and I looked to my window. Now the day was clearly morning. So I was like, yes, no, I was really dreaming. And I looked at the bottom of my window and there, there was like a, like it has been cut out from a magazine or something like the drawing of a leprechaun. (laughs) Just like, And then I was like, wait, am I dreaming? And then I woke up again.
1: (laughs) This is so amazing because as I told you, it might really be that they kind of tried to ask you if you are ready already or if you're not. And you decided the first time for, no, I think not really, thank you, but a big mothership now in front of my house might be a bit too challenging. (laughs) So please change it again. And they were like, okay, so make her wake up and try this now. And they send you this cut out leprechaun. And you were like, no, still not. And they woke you up again. Like, okay, this time we tried just the normal surrounding of you, (laughs) the normal, you know, so let's see what she does with it now. And you were like, okay, this I can accept. And then you just where where you are. I don't know if we could have a podcast today if you were <laughs> now at your spaceship or wherever, but maybe there would have been a parallel version of me also, you know, participating in this kind of reality And so we would have had a different
0: podcast or, I don't know, a future one or whatever. (laughs) On board of the spaceship, because maybe you were already on that spaceship, like... Hey, come here. And I was like, just popping out. Sorry. <laughs> like, boop, <and> up. <laughs> Back to my normal life.
1: <laughs> I could see you clearly
0: on the window, like, no. And I was like,
1: please join me.
0: <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. But it was so real. I feel that, well, I'm feeling that with my dreams. I don't know if that's happening with everyone, but it's like, they they are getting so lucid each time that i dream about alien stuff it's getting so much more real yeah Yeah.
1: but this is what they told us do you remember they told us that everything now will kind of the curtain is going to be to be lifted it's it's like we are getting more and more glimpses of what is really going on and i'm Mm -hmm. so excited about that so curious because i think we already got many glimpses, and we already could see that there is so much more to explore, so much more things, and, and really, when you tell me those dreams, I really think you are more than lucid, and you are really kind of in a half stage there, and it's always on us, and I think that now comes back to that teleportion topic and that mm. parallel version topic, that we really always can decide which parallel, parallel version we want want to be in. And yeah. this is so amazing. Imagine yeah. you could have been in a spaceship now, but <laughs> yeah, maybe probably you are. Maybe a part of
0: you just decided to go there and the rest stayed here. Yeah, hmm. because yeah, I can really imagine how that our higher self maybe sometimes does put us on this these kinds of scenarios like let's make this experiment to see how our rational mind goes with this. And it's like, so there's a really big spaceship in front of you. Are you ready for it? And you're like, oh, no, this is a dream. And so, okay, so it pops you up to another one. So your physical mind doesn't break or anything. So it's not quite the time yet, but we gave a little step here today. We? <laughs> we just gave you a small hint. What could be if you just were
1: more open? But maybe, maybe it leads us to the moment where we would really be open, you know? Maybe if we had more of those dreams, maybe then we could really more or better
0: integrate that into our normal lives. Yes. Yeah. Because I, I really am noticing a big difference since the time I first started having these dreams, well, I've been having much more of these dreams after I started channeling too. But uh, it's like I always was also very uh, true about that and that I'm not the first one always to be saying, oh, yes, I would totally love to see them physically because I still have some fears about that, about really seeing them in my face (laughs) you know in front of me (laughs) but I noticed that in my dreams I am not as anxious as I was it's very very different I'm feeling much more calm now I really am noticing that big difference just by having this and maybe also by when I wake up really thinking about that and I don't know and I think things just happen. I don't know how they happen.
1: <laughs> I think we will never know. Probably, I just guess. But um, I think it's so much to to know that I don't know how much we will ever be able to really get into our brains. And, but, yeah. you know, um, I remember that Hila also once said, and I heard this on the internet sometimes too, Um, That when we sleep and we wake up, it's that stage when we decided to come back to that reality we are used to, right? Mm -hmm. And so I remember that when I was a child, I had so often the dream of my death that I was in the carousel where always the chains were breaking and I was just falling down on some rifts or cliffs. I don't know the, the real word for it. On the ocean, you know those real oh. big rocks, uh-huh. and uh, we were kind of a circus. Those, uh, um, yeah, you know those people who go with their, yeah,
0: like uh, circus fun parks, yes.
1: circus fun park, kind of a mixture ah. of that. Uh-huh. And uh, I was in those carousels, uh, really holding to the change, sh- chains and chain, chains, Jane, Jane.
0: <laughs> Yes. Too. And they were
1: just breaking. And so I could, I always had the same dreams I was holding, they were breaking. I was falling to the ground very, very deep and right on the ocean, I would wake up. And so mm-hmm. this reminds me so much that we just wake up when we don't want to go further in the reality we would wake up normally too. Yeah. And so we just change the the surrounding. We just I think our higher selves are so extremely good in that to just give us another surrounding, some other pictures on the walls some and yeah. so maybe they really did the same with you. You were in your normal used room, and they just saw do maybe she wants some some she just told us she wants some changes on her walls and in her
0: <laughs> room, and you know, so she can have a few more if she wants yeah. But, you know, I was also remembering now, besides these ZT dreams, it was maybe also three days ago or something. I had a very weird dream that it was like I was with my family and I knew I was going to die, that I knew that something was going to happen, that I was going to die, but I didn't know exactly what. And it was related to to something like a pandemic. (laughs) Really? Yes. And I was like, so we were doing everything to avoid me getting sick from the pandemic, imagine. And I remember in the middle of the dream, I accepted something from someone, I ate something. And then I started feeling very sick. And then doctors came and told me, yes, you were going to die from this all along and it wasn't the pandemic. (laughs) And so I remember that I, I really... Uh, then knew I was going to die. And so I remember the feeling of dying, of starting to to transition. And wow. it was kind of weird because I also remember thinking this is kind of similar, while I was not completely dead, of course, <laughs> but this is kind of similar to what I feel when I'm channeling. <laughs> it was... Really? Yes. It was like uh, while I was transitioning, it was that half state and uh, and then I remember just thinking, why am I accepting that I'm going to die just because someone told told me to? Now I decided I want to live, and so I just woke up after that. <laughs> so it's that really, it's kind of like that, right? Maybe I was really dying or something, and then I was like, no, I want to continue to live, and then so okay, so wake up, <laughs> boing. <laughs>
1: Who knows? This is really so crazy. I really think that, that we live so much more parallel versions of ourselves than we probably could ever imagine. And that when we dream and we have those very intense dreams, I mean, of course, all those psychologists always tell us it's just our subconsciousness and wants to resolve topics. and But I really... Maybe there are some parts of it true, but I, I really think it is like we just said, it's just a changing surrounding for you to see what you want to explore next. And yeah. um, it would make much more sense for me in my, in my opinion.
0: Yeah, I would say that, yeah, it's probably both. It's like you are experimenting on some other realities, maybe also some other dimensions, But at the same time, that is also reflecting maybe some fears that you have, that you weren't aware of.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: It could be. It's always a reflection. So it makes sense that it's both of them. Yes.
1: And, you know, (laughs) I'm so excited already to just think about when the moment will be that really all this illusional stuff will dissolve more and more. So we can really, we can see more of the other dimensions. We can perceive more of their talkings there. Mm-hmm. Because when I understand it right, um, I really think that we seem to be, if not the only, but at least one of the only planets in the whole universes or Of all universes which really has um, a species on who just perceive what they can see with their eyes like of course we can hear and and um, we can smell and stuff but every everybody else seemed to know and see and hear everything what people think what what things do without us seeing them and and so for them, we we must really be so, so strange that we can't even perceive them when they would stay right next to us and like, hey, mm-hmm. hello.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think they that must be also very fascinating for them for because I think what we are really doing is just really putting some veils, some filters, so we won't be able really to have all that full perception so it's like we are the exotic beings here because it's like we are playing with not being all powerful in a way or the illusion that we're not (laughs) and that we we don't have the capability of perceiving other dimensional planes that are nearest to us and and perceiving our senses in very different ways I I kind of have been getting some downloads about that, actually, lately. It seems uh, that that is very active, again, my download period. <laughs> my download for example,
1: time. can you give some examples, maybe?
0: Yeah, it was, uh, I was trying to remember something very, or more concrete, but I was almost always only linking this idea that this clear example that beings do perceive for example smells as colors or seeing or seeing music as color for example or seeing colors as music also the other way around like mixing the senses there's also human beings that have that it it has a specific name I don't remember the name now I know, I know somebody who can
1: perceive her name just in colors. She can't yeah. really see it as the letters
0: we do. Yeah, so that's the very clear example of what is happening maybe with other beings too, but in a very, they do it in a much amplified way and probably very different also from each other. Maybe there are beings that experience things in completely different ways. And my download was only like linking to that. I I can't remember that I got any more specific information from that. But I got like that sudden, like, you know, this is kind of similar to sometimes how we perceive things. How those people perceive them. The hearing as colors. I, I get that a lot from Hyla. That... Mm-hmm is she can really sense physically like music and really see as colors and energy. This is amazing, right? Mm -hmm. If we
1: imagine that this can be, but as I, as I understand it, they also find it so amazing that we just can't, Mm -hmm. that we really just can't. I think they can't imagine how it must be to really, to, not see the atoms in something we touch and to not and to just touch it and see it as totally stable or Uh you know
0: yeah it's like yes like we perceive things as being completely solid and although they can have that somewhat of that experience they are very much aware that yes it's it's energy it's like maybe also for them it would seem a little bit more translucent i don't know maybe like I don't know like maybe again going back to dreams when we are in our dreams things don't seem so solid sometimes yes it seems more vibrant it seems that it has more more colors but also that it's very yeah it's like flowing flowing state like just
1: energy which which looks like a bit more yeah I know what Uh you mean I just don't know the words for it as well Yes, yeah, so but, maybe that's you know, how they perceive This it. leads me a bit to this shadow work thing you wanted also to, because I think maybe if we could perceive our shadows more like a real thing and not just like concepts we have in our heads, maybe if we could see them, we could much better embrace them and much better work with them because then they're not so
0: so imaginary anymore right Uh uh-huh well i would say that maybe that's what our higher self is trying to do with us by us having these emotions and like sometimes seeing things that trigger us it's like you are really seeing in front of you one of your shadows but then it's like why did this person said this to me today Oh, i'm really grumpy (laughs) about that and we're like, I don't understand the meaning of this. <laughs> but it's really like almost literally there's something there that is your shadow. Because everything is a reflection.
1: Yeah. But you know, this is so wise of you to already know this. And I really think so much more people <laughs> should know this. That really, that if somebody, and I just had this conversation yesterday, that if somebody tells you how stupid you are, that this is just you sell you yourself talking to yourself how stupid you think you are, yeah, and this other person is just kind of a robot or something, just perceiving what she or he should tell you, and you are like oh this- this person is so stupid, but right and and this is really not so easy, I think to really to get into your life like really. Yeah. From now on, it doesn't matter who talks to you. Because I really had that, that um, talk yesterday to a friend that she asked me how I would react, for example, if another another um, car driver would um, call me something. Yeah. And I was really like, first, I haven't experienced that in ages anymore. <laughs> and secondly as I know that this would just be me um, saying something stupid to myself, maybe this makes it so much easier to not have it anymore. And to... And third, I think, as soon as something like this happens, um, it's also easy to... Not easy, maybe, but easier to try to just stay in your calm place and to 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 be more uplifted than you were before you knew it was just yourself talking to yourself i Mm -hmm. think this sounds weird
0: right (laughs) yeah but it's kind of a complex topic i think Mm -hmm. but 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 i can get you and it's like if you do get triggered by something like offended or really down by what someone told you it's like it means that there's a part of you that believes what that person is saying to you and that's really the important part because if if i were now imagine that being a man is an insult and uh, a guy just comes or someone just comes here and says, you're a big man, aren't you? And I could be like, I, I wouldn't feel triggered because I like, I know that I'm not a man. So it's I could be like, is this person a little crazy or something? Is everything okay with him? I'm like, okay, <laughs> it's bye. You know, there's not that, that connection. But mm-hmm. maybe if you went here and say, you're a really stupid girl, aren't you? I could be like, if I believe that I can be kind of stupid, maybe I'll be a little offended and like, yeah, you stupid guy. (laughs) You're the stupid guy. You know, kind of like reflecting to each other that we both are feeling very stupid (laughs) in the inside. (laughs) Yes, and if you go further with it,
1: Um, that I got from somebody who was in that really God consciousness who told me that if you imagine that just, just in case everybody sees now the story as there is just one consciousness and we're all part of that. So this one consciousness is constantly talking with itself. And so if somebody would come up to me on the street and telling me, oh, you have a big nose or something. And like you said, and I wouldn't have a topic with it. I probably would just think, no. (laughs) But of course, (laughs) if I would think that I had a big nose and this guy or whatever comes up to me, I probably would really be triggered. But Mm. just, when I see that it is a part of me, um, I was, how do you always call that? Projecting to the Uh other side of the street Mm -hmm. to show me what I might maybe look at again a bit on my nose topic Mm -hmm. or on my looking at all topic or whatever.
0: And I think that is so, wow, right? So amazing. Yeah. And there's another thing because I think that, by us being humans we will always have of course this is all evolving but there will always be some of those comments even if we don't take them too much to heart that can kind of like don't be a jackass you know is that a swear word maybe i shouldn't say this <laughs> but don't, don't... i don't know but <laughs> beep <laughs> but like but, but, and I was remembering yesterday, for example, I was also driving and there was a guy, he didn't do anything, but it was just like, it was those guys that really want to drive fast and I'm going at my own speed. And so they go really close to you, like almost on top of you. And so I, I just went my, my way. And when he got the chance, he did a really quick, like, um, uh he passed in front of me. I know what yeah, but I don't know <laughs> the words. And so I was immediately like looking at him and thinking, You stupid old man, are you in hurry? And then I was I thought, Maybe the guy is having a bad day, maybe he's hurrying, hurrying for something, maybe he's going to the hospital for some reason because I was very near the hospital. And then just as I thought that, I immediately felt my anger getting so much more down it it was like I was able to connect to that person as being a human having a bad day and I'm also human and I have bad days so it's like okay I don't really mind it and it it was almost automatically so also I think uh, this can also be a different way also to face our shadows and our triggers it's like the showering it with love and seeing the other person as a human being because sometimes i think we kind of forget that that the yeah. person we have that really looks like a human and we logically know it's a human sometimes for us it feels like we can't really relate mm-hmm. at least i feel that
1: mm-hmm.
0: And by, by thinking that maybe it's having a bad day, it's like, I instantly feel like almost, I feel bad for thinking about the, like you stupid old man, <laughs> I, know. I almost you go to the opposite.
1: You <laughs> know, I had that experience in, in a shop where there was a woman who um, wanted, no, who had to help me. Um, because it was kind of a law in that shop that no but no customer is left on its own. I mean, you know, those shops. Yeah. And um, so she was always next to me. But you could so much feel and see how grumpy she was and how she hated her job, how she hated her day, how she hated to be there at this moment. And as more I felt her grumpiness, as more something came into me, like really like, like something where I, I was just, I think I nearly exploded of love and of, you know, and I was, when she said something, I was like, oh yes, thank you so much, you're so nice, and that is so nice of you, and she was staring at me like, I really think that one is so weird, why did that happen this day, exactly (laughs) on the day I didn't want to go to work, and But we continued our game and it was getting even more weird, but I was just so much in love with that moment that I nearly hugged her. And I think that was, I didn't do it. I I felt like, but you know me, I, I just, I didn't. Sometimes I can hold myself back, but she stared always at me. And when I had to leave and I bought my stuff, she even insisted to carry my bag to the door and when oh. I left, she was like, you know what, I now have to tell you something. And I was like, okay, now I'm very curious what comes. And she was like, you know what, when good mood really is infectious, you really did this. So thank you so much for this. I really love you for it. Oh. And I felt so, it was so, such an amazing gift. I really, I I nearly hopped out of that room you know and um Mm. i think sometimes people who are so grumpy just need a bit enough upliftment good mood somebody who just throws glitter at them you know (laughs) in their face a ball of glitter (laughs) always have a package with you you know (laughs) thank you now i'm in a good mood
0: but but that's I think that's so so special that's something that I I can't really get to that point very easily it's much easier for me again if it's someone close to me and even sometimes if I'm not quite there my tendency is really to if you're grumpy I'll just let you be and I'll just go away you know I I usually um it's not very easy for me to have that, to see things in that loving way. It's been a process to to get there more and more. But that's, I think that's very cool. That's like also a very awesome superpower that you have. <laughs> the course, gross. Uh, if we,
1: maybe, <laughs> maybe we can try to, you know, make our... I mean, there are the Avengers, you know that. And uh, I mean, everybody has its own. I don't, I really would be so curious what yours were because I'm so, so sure they would be so special also. Your a, a, you're Avenger. Avenger, Avenger. Avenger super special powers you have. Uh,
0: maybe that's related, well, to the one that's our favorite, right? But I don't really remember the Avengers. It's Thor... Captain America, Hulk. Um, yes, and the Iron Man and um,
1: Dr. Strange. I think he's also now in that. Yeah, and uh, Miss Marvel and- um, Yeah, Ms.
0: But, Marvel. I mean that, <laughs> yes, Miss Marvel also. Ms. Marvel, power. <laughs> it has a super detective power. Maybe I'm that the- one, Shadow Work.
1: <laughs> yes, and you know she always had this extreme grumpy face. So she had her superpowers really covered, under she was undercover, right?
0: <laughs> maybe, maybe yes, maybe I'm Miss Marple, <laughs> my Avenger. You're not grumpy enough, really.
1: I can tell you're really not at all. <laughs> I think I never even perceived you a, at all as grumpy
0: or uh, as, as close as close yeah. you know sometimes I am but I, I get so grumpy that I'm like I start like usually it's like when I'm alone here I, I get grumpy by myself for no reason like I start like mumbling to myself I talk a lot by, by my own you know really saying things. <laughs> yes and then I'm like why the hell is this thing always falling? I hate things that are always falling. And then I start making these sounds and then I'm like I start laughing at myself. So like, yes, I'm damn grumpy today. And, I, and so I start laughing again and it's like a cycle. It's a, a grumpy I'm when I'm grumpy, I'm laughing. So it's weird, but I'm always laughing because of everything. So it's it's a weird thing.
1: But I mean, if this is your kind of shadow work, it works perfectly. I have the impression, right? because if you <laughs> if you get yourself so so quickly uplifted again, I mean then it's no no thing at all. I think everybody who is grumpy should have
0: something you could uplift very easily yeah that that's really one of my techniques It's like um. We, sometimes like it's when it's like those rah, 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 I, I hear that so it's very easy for me to like make fun of that but if I'm really on a thing that's really making me that I'm not being able to laugh that much if I'm angry with someone but really angry or if I am scared about a situation or something of course sometimes I need to cry or whatever but I one of my techniques is to kind of record that bit with the camera or sometimes uh, just the sound with my cell phone. But the camera works better because then I can see my faces. And so when I'm reviewing the things and I'm listening to what I say, I can also logically start to connect some dots. Like maybe this might be because I believe that I'm not worthy, that I'm not whatever. But then it's like at the end that I, I, even when I'm recording, when I'm feeling more uplifted because it, I can see myself, it has like a little window. So imagine that I would be like doing like this grumpy face and I start looking at my face and I start like, you know, it's like you start making funny faces and then I can stop. I, I really can't take myself too seriously. And so I I make fun with myself, and then I'm like, oh, okay, now I'm feeling better. That's a
1: superpower as well. I mean, (laughs) really, because I think I couldn't even record myself in those moments. It's like, (laughs) you really have to be very, very, you know, very, mm, what's the word again? Very, um, mm -hmm, um, you know, present at that moment to really be there and to really perceive your grumpiness as grumpiness so you can work with it. And that's a superpower that you have so much that you are always, you you always seem to be so aware, you know, so, so you're just there, you're present, you're, you know, and this Mm. is something I think that gets you very, very quickly to the point where probably nothing really can trigger you anymore. Mm.
0: Yeah. Yes. Although, as as you know, I still have many things that trigger me. And I think we we'll always will have in some way or another. But I really do try to... It's like I really want to know all of those little parts of myself that I'm probably hiding, that I'm denying for some reason. Because I, I could experience in the past how much they they how much i ran away from them so much that i i could feel that that was really dragging me down so when i started to get more in touch with all of this information and like it's okay for you to accept who you are even though you might have some things that you would label as flaws so it's okay for you to acknowledge them i really wanted to know what those things were that i never even wanted to see and so it's like whenever I'm on those situations that I'm feeling more vulnerable it's like I really want to record everything so I make sure that I'm not missing anything because sometimes for me it seems when I'm in the middle of a strong emotion that if it's almost like channeling if when I get out from it I almost don't remember half of it this Mm -hmm. happens with me a lot and so if I record it I can have I can perceive that with another state of being I'm much more calmer and I can really get to know myself and what happens also many times is that I might be feeling very bad about myself and really being very critical to myself and and sometimes even crying or yelling or whatever but when I'm seeing that the day after or something I can also see myself as being a person that was feeling very down in that moment and you don't need to be so critical it's like it's okay you know so I also feel closer to myself by doing that it's like Mm -hmm. you're not a bad person I I can see that you're not a bad person
1: (laughs) I think if if all of us could perceive ourselves like this like they always say like our higher self perceives us. I Mm. think that nobody could really be in a, in a strange mood anymore because everybody would just um, love him or herself
0: for being how they are. Yeah. Yeah. It's so, yeah, it's, it's one of the, the the techniques that really works with me. And so it's one I think, like the most used technique for me for my shadow work. <laughs> it's that one. <laughs> I think that's amazing,
1: and I learned that from you that you do that, and I really think this is uh, an amazing practice. Practice, practice, Prec- yes,
0: practice,
1: practice, practice. <laughs> um, and I really think, you know, I always wanted to study psychology, mm. but uh, my grades were not that good as they have to be to do it and so um, I couldn't but today I'm so grateful I didn't because I think that so much theory they they built up in the early 20s, 30s, 40s, whenever last century I think if, if you have to learn all this stuff then things like you do them like intuitive would not pop up so easily so I think it's so much better to really to get your intuition to come out and to really do what you feel doing Mm -hmm. and that I really think this is amazing that you just perceive that to do Mm -hmm. it and um, just do it and it works it's
0: amazing in my opinion yeah and uh, it's like we always say there will always be people that need a much more logical approach something that they feel has been studied for a long time and has some strong roots and there are Mm -hmm. others that feel that it's something more flowing so it can be something more alternative more how the person feels so but I think and I really do enjoy again I don't know if we said this this on the previous episode it's like I really do enjoy joining the logical with the intuitive and like see how both points really go together and like how can I make the best of both worlds because I really do enjoy also sometimes reading about uh, like those theories and all of that because it's like not that it doesn't mean that I agree with them but I think there's always like some points there that there was also some intuition involved, but it seems like it, it's changed, so it's it's very and then they study upon that intuition and all of that. So it's it's very it seems to have much more scientific basis behind it, very much much logic involved.
1: (laughs) Yes, that's true. I (laughs) I really think that if I could get there to the point where my logical part will really be totally at the same (laughs) stage as my emotional one, I think it could make things on earth probably (laughs) much easier, especially with the technical (laughs) devices and stuff like, you know, (laughs) But, um, yes, I I really think that um, we then get somebody in our close surroundings, like um, really somebody who would then give you always the conclusions, maybe for the other half you now don't have, like you always help me with those technical things and um, some logical points and everything. And um, Yeah. yeah, because for me, this logic is something... Really, I, I had a long period of time where I thought logic is just something nobody needs. It's mm-hmm. really, I mean, I know now it's not true, but for me, the emotional things were so much more important Um, because I could see what the logical parts do with the people around me or around us. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, okay, I'll be the other half now. I just, I go totally in the other direction because I and the
0: grace aren't they the ones who got totally to the logical part yes it's Mm -hmm. like uh, they were uh, our humanity chose a route that was completely going towards the science and logic but disregarding all human emotions connections and like only facts matter and like working as a society in a mechanical way, very, you do this, you do that, even if you don't like it, it's just the way society works, very logical, yes, Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. uh, they got that to an extreme where they weren't then, and also because they destroyed their planet and all of that, they weren't then able to reproduce and it was a little crazy there, <laughs> I think. <laughs>
1: yeah. Maybe I have this impression from them or because of them, because I mm. really feel like something inside of me, I don't know when or if even, but like some kind or some something inside of me decided, to be double as emotional as all people around me, just to give some other example. And sometimes it's, you know me, its sometimes it's not so easy to be then with very logical people in one room because they, I think really, sometimes they look at me and they're just like, this can't be true. I mean, she, she is either totally weird or she's just a crazy woman or Mm -hmm. because I really think this emotional side we have on earth really got too much down on, on one episode of life. And so I think um, that we make all this um, conscious work and this, alien work and i think that uplifts all of us again and i think it's so important right to not Mm -hmm. go to the same direction than the grace yeah to to say hello but that's it just say hello hug them maybe (laughs) just hug them even though they think it's a bit weird but uh, i would do i think
0: yeah and i think that's probably the reason why you decided to be born here at this time and be like completely hugging and loving and like glitter in their faces (laughs) it makes sense (laughs) glitter in their faces
1: do you know that i really once thought about buying some packages of glitter to always have them in my pockets and then i thought as i know me i would forget them in my pocket and then i would have it in the the washing in the the washing machine (laughs) And so if uh, Rainer then puts out his socks and they were full of glitter, (laughs) I think. um, So I just left it like it is. And I just sometimes imagine, I I throw them imaginary, you know. Maybe it's better.
0: (laughs) But I can totally imagine it. But, but, you know, the curious thing is like, um, we really were because as you were saying it's like you were always very tuned to that part and i was always completely tuned to the other or at least i i was making all of my 200 percent effort of being the most logical one i could although of course on my free time i would always be drawing drawing and writing and doing all of that stuff but outside that i would always be like very strict, very, don't cry, don't be a crybaby. That's not anything serious. Come on, just stop it. And I was really like, only, you know, I was really against crying and all of that. I really hated it (laughs) because I was, I knew that there was a part of me that was emotional too. And I was like, I don't want to be like that. I want to be very away from that. (laughs) But then as you, I learned more and more that that emotional and in, intuitive part is so much needed in, in the loving part. So it's like we made the same thing in different, uh, in uh, polar opposites. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. Really. And I mean, if you imagine now you are really born and raised in a very hot country Mm. And I'm the totally opposite. So mm. normally the logical one would be more here than yes. the other one. But it's <laughs> exactly the other way around. So we can be some somewhat the uh, counterpart or I don't know why we mm-hmm. decided to be where we were born. But
0: um, yeah. yeah, maybe also the country for uh, for us to be reminded uh, and always be very aware that the other polar opposite is very much around us so maybe on this life we wanted to really experience like the balanced perspective and that way we would always be aware of it of of it and like Mm -hmm. because if we would only maybe live in a very logical country and we our uh, theme was to explore very logical things I mean we probably would even think that all people are like that sometimes that happens when we don't have when the things we assume are normal for us we assume sometimes that it's normal for everyone so maybe we would get much more disconnected from that other part and in this way i mean it's impossible (laughs) there's always that small voice like i'm here you know i'm totally emotional
1: that's really true i think it's if i sit in front of my computer and i try to do it in any in any way emotional it just doesn't work so yeah i i need this other part and um yeah I, i get used to it more and more especially in the talks with you i really i i can see how how needed it is and i really can see it and i really i accepted it as i said (laughs) even though i think it's not so easy like you said for you it might be not so easy to 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 throw glitter to someone but i think we learn it and we learn it in a fun way and this is so amazing to to learn it like this Mm
0: -hmm. yeah and it's like for example in your case um you are aware that the logical is something that sometimes you would like to to explore more but that doesn't mean like you don't need necessarily to start reading a lot of books and theories about stuff because i think as long as you make that intention your higher self will put you the perfect information around you be it in videos be it with person with people just uh, saying you and giving you that information and so you will always get those logical perspectives in some way. It doesn't need to be boring.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and in my, true, case, think,
0: yes. in, in my case, maybe I don't need people just appearing in front of me and hugging me for no reason. That would be extreme for me. <laughs> maybe there are other ways too. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: remember when we met and we talked for a few months I think and you said you normally hug nobody but you will be sure that when you meet me the first time you will hug me because you know why and and this felt so amazing for me and for me it's also I learned so much of this of this logical ways of thinking and um so it's it's also the perfect reflection like you always say that our higher selves always gives us someone as close as possible and in a lightful as possible way to to really to also explore those kinds of topics we in former times we didn't really want to look at right mm-hmm.
0: yeah really I, I think it's it's the perfect timing for everything perfect people it is All the people around you, even those that you feel are very annoying, they're the perfect people for you for some reason in that timing. And that makes everything so much easier. At least for me, I feel it so much lighter when I remember, remind myself of those things. They're there for a reason, a good reason. (laughs) Yes. So. (laughs) So,
1: You know, I think... I think love, no, life is just lovable. It's so, (laughs) if we just think about how much we could love it, if we would just let it be loved, then um, I think we could see the things so differently. We could, you know, when I was working in the kindergarten and there were always children, very serious, because most of the time they also had very serious parents. And I was like, oh, look, there's a dragonfly and there's a butterfly and whatever. And at the beginning, they were like, yeah, I mean, there's a dragonfly, yes. And then later on, they were like, oh, look, there's a dragonfly. And I really think sometimes it's just by you looking up into the sky, seeing if this was a spaceship, three people around you are probably at the same time then looking at you, looking where you're looking at. Mm-hmm. And this is also an amazing game you can play, you know. I sometimes do that when I'm bored, that when I'm outside, I just look at the sky, like there was something very incredible, and then I can see how the people want to see what I see there. I do the But same. then I have to go, con- really? Yes.
0: <laughs> just... Wondering as I'm walking, just looking, you know, and then people are like looking at you and then they very like very discreetly, they do like this. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and they are like, gotcha. <laughs> yes, like making a picture.
1: <laughs> yes.
0: Oh, and you know something? Uh, this was my mother that told me because I, I didn't know my my grandfather, but she told me that my grandfather, whenever I think it was my grandfather, whenever he wanted to know if somebody was staring at him, he would pretend that he was uh, yawning, like because a moments later the person would yawn <laughs> and he would know, oh, so you were looking at me. <laughs> Cool. That's a good method. Yeah, very discreet. Like just talking about that, I'm starting to feel that urge. (laughs) So sorry for everyone if you're feeling like the urge of yawning. It wasn't my fault. (laughs) Maybe it's also
1: because we're probably at the end of our podcast
0: already. Yes, Yes, we are practically, I think we are 50 minutes in, but I think it's a good way to end it. We've made almost a full circle here.
1: <laughs> and I mean, you already got to the topic of yawning. So <laughs> what could be the better and the best end? Yes. Probably.
0: Exactly. So to remind everyone that you can follow us in our individual channels. I have my Connecting with Hila channel where I channel a being called Hyla from the I.O. And you can go to YouTube and check that out. And Astrid has her Astrid Weishvo channel, where she also... Yeah, but it's
1: just German, you know, you can also just stick
0: to the podcast with aliens. (laughs) Okay, but whoever speaks German that might feel interested in all of these topics also in Astrid's perspective, feel free to drop by and uh, see if you like it. And yeah, that's it. Thank you for another wonderful conversation today, my dear friend Astrid. Thank you so much. It was so nice. (laughs) (laughs) I'm feeling the yawning coming, you know. (laughs) Let it out. Let it out. But push the record button before. (laughs) I can't. But I'm feeling it. But yeah. So bye everyone and I'll see you next week.
1: We'll see you next week.